You're listening to Around Comics, episode 136. Chicago, this is Around Comics, the comic book roundtable, where twice a week you'll hear a revolving panel of guests discuss comic books and graphic novels. Every Monday episode, just like this one, we go over the weekend comics news, review our favorite books from the previous week in Top of the Stack, and take a look at what's coming up in this week in Future Stacks. I'm Christopher Neesman, and let me introduce you to the rest of today's panel. Mr. Tom Caters. Boo! (laughs) It's not Halloween yet, Tom. Uh, You're a month early. I was I was booing like as in as as the Europeans would whistle at somebody if they disapproved of them as they do at soccer matches I think. Well, you didn't, didn't You're like a green throw. What was that? You're a Green Street hooligan. I know. No. Yeah. I don't like me. <laughs> He's booing himself. Yeah, I'm booing myself. <laughs> My performance will be poor. <laughs> Mr. Scotty Young, how you doing, sir? Good. Uh, I've sold out. You every month, baby. You no. sell out every month. I've sold out. Oh, you're a sellout. I am a sellout. Oh, you're a sellout. Mm-hmm. I've quit drawing comics. What are you doing? I'll check out at Walmart. Check out counter. Is it oh, fulfilling? Awesome. Yeah, the discount. The discount is like twelve percent discount. Is sweet. <laughs> I went with Scotty to a mom and pop shop, and he smashed the counter like yeah. Will Smith and Martin Lawrence and Bad Boys. Too. Yeah, was, like freaked out and was like, "Go to Walmart." Yeah, and I, and I had Tom take my camera phone and run around in a circle while you're yeah. doing it, but slow. From below, from yeah, low from below, shot. but yeah. really slow, and said, "Tom, run around me very mm-hmm. slow with my camera phone." While I smashed this counter. <laughs> Did you have a smoke machine and some doves? Doves. Oh, <laughs> I knew I should have brought the, the doves. Where the floors went. Damn it. Yeah. I did uh, <laughs> I did get uh, Aerosmith, though. <laughs> to play a To few. play a tune. Nice. Very nice. Yeah. All right. And Tom Sweet. cried and touched the register. <laughs> Why? Yeah. Why do we do that? I don't want to know that. That's a... Okay. Oh, I love that song. <laughs> Mr. Uh, Mr. Brian Salazar, how are you doing? I'm good. I, uh... I'm not a sellout. I'm keeping it real, baby. Only because no <laughs> real one's buying. stupid. Yeah, exactly. No one's buying it, so I can't sell out what nobody wants. I'm ready to sell out. We, 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 we strive to be sellouts. Yeah. One day, one day we'll one be day. like you. If I had anything anyone ourselves. wanted. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I want to remind everyone that this episode of Around Comics is brought to you by Borders. Sink your teeth into the story that introduced the world to Anita Blake, Vampire Hunter. Get your copy of Guilty Pleasures by Laurel K. Hamilton at your local Borders. Borders is your home for the tastiest fantasy novels. Find a store near you at borderstores.com. Are there any other graphic novels? I don't think so. It's the <laughs> only one. I'm yeah. getting ready to buy this. Yeah. <laughs> we figure if we pound yeah. it home enough. Yeah. yeah, I need to send out an email to our uh, our friends at Borders this yeah, week. It's like, maybe. please, anything else. We should put a disclaimer, though, that you shouldn't go to Borders and actually try to eat. Anyway. Not it is not, not that actually tasty. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Have you tried Huh? Have you tried? Of course. It's printed with. <laughs> I had a Euro cheeseburger and I I tried to it uh, chase it off with a, <laughs> a little guilty tray. In my mind, the people, the, uh, I'm, when I think of, and I'm sure this is 100 percent wrong, 
but when I think of people reading Anita Blake, I think of like goths, and I think of people who don't eat anyway. <laughs> they don't so eat anything. The tasty thing isn't like the best way to get it across. <laughs> the darkest, the, the darkest, the evilest, most. I'm sure there's somebody. I'm sure now someone would be like, I'm, I'm married and have children, and I read Anita Blake. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Sorry, but sorry, secretly, goths. Secretly yeah. at night when they go to bed, they paint their fingernails <laughs> black. <laughs> Oh, it's so hard. Yeah, well, speak, speak, <laughs> speaking of evil, Around Comics is recorded every Friday at 7 o'clock at Dark Tower Comics and Collectibles. Wouldn't that have been speaking of dark? Dark, yes. Not dark. evil. Thank you. Thanks for picking You're me fired, up. You're fired, dude. I'm out. I'm so done. Uh, located at 4835 Northwestern Avenue in Chicago. Chicago. If you're in the area, please drop by. We would love to meet you. Sure. Actually, had a, uh, what, what was we that, a guest today. Go to the website. I just want to hear him do the www. It's, uh, is, it, is it Dark Tower Comics? I don't know. Comics. What's, I don't what's, go your, there. what's your address? Dark Tower www.darktowercomics.net. Scotty's on a new diet and he's about to pass out. I was thinking of people doing his blood level. Blood sugar is low. I'm going to comic news next week. Scotty Young dies while on diet. Jesus. Oh, he's fine. It's just too many cigarettes and not enough breakfast. Uh, speaking of, I'm dropping by uh, Jeffrey Brown. Um, uh, he's so thin, he looks like a goth now. <laughs> he's, he's looking at him gnawing on that copy of uh, the Anita Blake book. Well, zombies Scotty. are in right now. <laughs> yeah, they are. But uh, speaking of dropping by, uh, uh, Jeffrey Brown Jeffrey was just Summer in here. And gave uh, us a little uh, mini comic that he created mm-hmm. uh, back in 2004. Nice little uh, Wolverine story he did. Wolverine parody. Very so, funny. Yes. He said, I'm not selling this. I no, can't no, sell can't this. sell it. Give it away. Just giving away but uh, yeah, he's got some fun stuff coming up uh, next week. I think we had uh, uh, we talked with him in Chicago. He's got the MMA book that he's working on. You know, I forgot to mention to him uh, that Illinois was just uh, sanctioned for um, Gay ultimate fighting uh, bouts to be held in Illinois. They're going to look at like all state arena. So I'm going to drive to Wisconsin I'm gonna anymore. Take, or Indiana. Uh, yeah. I'm going to take Jeffrey <laughs> to a ultimate fighter thing. Ultimate. What is it? UFC? UFC? You tell me. I don't, I don't know. So bring, him, bring him over to the house. I'll beat his ass in the backyard. <laughs> I don't know. Jeffrey, he's kind of got those wild he's, eyes. Wild right. eyes. I hit, I hit people with shit, like boards with nails in them. <laughs> you, a, you got him laying around just in case. I'm like trash, motherfucker. <laughs> be careful. I'd be careful fighting Jeffrey Brown because he'd write like a graphic novel about you beating him. <laughs> but he'd he make you look like a real asshole. He would vilify you yeah, so bad. You. I'd be like McFly or, no, what's that? Biff or Buck. Biff. 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 Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I tell you what. Let's uh, let's go ahead and get through our, our uh, quite frankly paltry amount of news. It's gonna go oh, by wow. go by pretty. Sell yeah. it hard. There you go. Here it comes, folks. Watch out now. It's time for Wire to Wire comic book news. Wire to Wire comic book news. All right. Uh, right off the top here, twenty-four hour comic book day. Just a little off the side. Just, well, I'm just kidding. The to the side. I was kidding. Left to center. Uh, the 24-hour comics day <laughs> is coming on. Uh, was this October 20th? Uh, if you're not familiar 
every year uh, there is a day that uh, different venues will put together and people will play along at home and the goal is to complete a full comic in 24 hours and then it's submitted to be um, uh, laughed at no no there's there's some really good stuff that comes out of this but you have you have 24 hours to uh, basically write uh, pencil and ink a complete comic every person does their own comic yes Yes. complete comic these are fucking masochists oh yeah I went over last year to um, I went to uh, buymetoys.com is a store over in uh, uh, South Bend Indiana Uh and they host it every year Uh, I dropped by for about an hour uh, or so before Marta was was like get me the hell out of here but they had uh, like 20 people and I think of the 20 they had I want to say they had like six or seven people that actually completed the, their comic and, mm-hmm. and sent it off. And there was some really cool oh, stuff. Wow. <laughs> Jim Lee finally finished his. <laughs> oh! <laughs> yeah! Oh! Zing! It's a wild storm. Uh, no, who's a... Uh, God, I can't... I, I feel really bad because I can't think of his Andy name. Andy Jewett? Yeah, Andy yeah, Jewett. God, I, yeah. I couldn't think of his name. Yeah, Andy and his, his whole troop of, of, of buddies over in South Bend do it every year. There are, uh, so far, uh, 67 official locations uh, spanning 13 countries uh, with more to come. If you want to get the whole lowdown on what the 24-hour comic book day is and if there is uh, a, a venue in your area, and I would definitely suggest if there is one, just go by for an hour. Or two. Um, it's a lot of fun to to watch these people, you know, freaking out. There was a place down the street from me that had a sign the night of it that said twenty four hour comic day and I almost mm-hmm. went inside. But then I thought, I don't know these people and they just have I could be it could be a guy with like a meat hook on the other <laughs> side of the door just waiting for some nerd to come in. Twenty four hour five. So I decided yeah. not to. But well, I'm a comic Well if you wanna prepare yourself mm-hmm. for yeah. that twenty four hour comic day, you could it, a couple weeks before that is Ooh, gonna be the twenty four hour, hour podcast. podcast. All for yeah. oh, with, is with Crank, us. Is Crank in the house? I don't know. He was here. He Crank was, was here. For smoke. Okay, the, uh, we'll, we'll have uh, we'll have Crank come back and talk, talk a little, little bit about, about that. It. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. go to a uh, twenty-four hour. That's two four hour comics dot com, and that'll give you the whole uh, lowdown. So on it's T W O. No, it's, oh. it's two four. The number two n- numerical. The number four. Yeah, two four hour comics dot com. It's a uh, it's a it's a lot of fun. So uh, well, we haven't done it yet. We don't know if it's fun. Well, the previous oh, no. ones no, were fun. The 24-hour comics. Oh, the 24-hour comics. No, the oh, 24-hour actually, podcast is going to be hell. <laughs> that'll be fun. Ha-ha! I'm sure um, it'll be awesome. Ha-ha! All right, um, next story here is... Uh, uh, Kind of, kind of disturbing. Uh, it is, uh, it's about a teacher <clears throat> that um, that had dumbass. To, yeah, you know, uh, a teacher in it looks like New Haven uh, or actually Guilford um, assigned a 14-year-old student to do a book report on the Dan Klaus book Eight Ball Number 22, and after. Um, uh, being relieved of his teaching duties and suspended. Well, he resigned, um, and, and then he resigned. Um, but you know, you can't I, fire me. I quit. <laughs> you know, I think it took a lot of heat off of the off the uh, the school for him to to resign. But uh, and it, it kind of comes. Uh, I think the, I think the subject that we want to talk about is you know is it appropriate to give. Uh, high school age, especially young high schoolers. A freshman. Yeah, this fourteen-year-old girl, and uh, Dan Klaus can write some uh, good stuff. I, I like, but Dan it's Klaus an adult. Stuff, but it's book. adult. I mean, there's, uh, yeah, there's plenty well, of I adult material in it, uh, and 
I just don't think giving it to a 13 or 14 well, year old it's girl. Not, it's not part of the curriculum. <clears throat> yeah. Well, yeah, that's the weird like thing. It was like who, like, what teacher gives one student like this hey. book? Uh, this book specifically for I want you to read this book and write me a book. But that's the weird. That's the weird part because um, you know I've seen a lot of people sort of compare it to when that library took blankets out. But I mean, a teacher giving a book to someone and a library having a book available are way I think are different. Two, yeah. Yeah. You know, two different things going on. Does anybody know what the actual issue that was given? Does anybody eight has ball, anybody here read it? I, no, yeah, or, I, or looked at it? I've or read eight ball before, but I've read eight ball. I, haven't, I don't think I've read that issue. Uh, so I think porn kicks ass. Yeah, <laughs> for an adult, well, if sure. You're Fourteen, find your own. When I was, well, it's not. When yeah, I was a freshman, I porn, loved porn, porn too. Porn. Yeah. But but even from a from a parent perspective, if I had, you know, a fourteen year old daughter that I don't care I'd if she I don't care if she's mature enough to handle the material. Well it's not for, the teacher's for, decision. It's not, it's not exactly. his, his place. I'd like to, do to that. see I guess before I would even have an opinion, I would actually like to, I mean obviously if it was super, super hardcore, of course, but I'd like to see no, I think, I think the the actual material that that was given like that issue alone what was in that issue is it over here uh let's see it did say uh oh god i, I think thought there was a list on here but the, i mean the people that reported the people from the school were calling it borderline pornography and that, i don't know that it was that well that it, it, re- it references rape various sex acts Nudity. and murder and so yeah i, don't I still am freaked out well they talk about well they talk about rape on my name is earl I mean, you know, I'm just saying. Yeah. I'd like to know. But there's a difference with that, though, too. That's not an educate, you know, an educational like, environment either. Mm. Your parents could let you decide to watch sure. that. And I think that, uh, to me, that's the one. I mean, that's just the weird thing. It's like, why one student? Yeah, here, reading that this. book to like read. Not that that's like good or bad, but just right. odd. Just like an odd situation. To it's just in. a bad choice uh, for whatever reason. I mean, maybe. Well, that, maybe this was, and again, completely yeah. a, a speculation. Maybe there's more to the story as far as yeah. maybe he was doing comic books in general, mm-hmm. gave and made everybody do a report on their own comic, possibly. Possibly. And maybe, and this is the one this that she the one. got. Well, I, think, know. I also think there's, it's sort of like, um, to me, it seems like there'd be a way if you wanted to include that in your curriculum. Because I, I mean, like, people I know that are like teachers, when they want to add something to their curriculum, they have I mean, to go there's through. like a certain way that you have to go about. Going through a it, process I mean, of having accepted, which doesn't mean I mean that doesn't make it like a perfect process, but it's also sort of like a process I think that's put there for a safeguard for some you know for some reason. Mm-hmm. But yeah, well, whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, I think what, well, I think what's a bummer is that <laughs> yeah, you got fired. Yeah, th- this yeah, was yeah, this right. was a young teacher who made a bad decision, and in, in the story he was described as being one of the one of the funner, more popular. He was cool. He was giving out. Porn to students. Apparently, yeah. Yeah, so um, yeah, it, it's it, it's. Isn't it the same uh, name as the guy from um, uh, Three Feet Under, Nate Fisher? Oh, Six Feet Under. Six Feet Under. It is actually Nate Fisher. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's a fake story. <laughs> yeah. Wait a second. Is this from the Onion? Fucking Alan Ball wrote this. <laughs> hey, Chris, come on over. Um, we found Crank. So, Chris, uh, tell us a little bit about the 24-Hour Podcast <laughs> and uh, what kind oh. of things we can look forward to at the 24-Hour Podcast. Uh, apparently lots of 40s. <laughs> Tom yeah. will be bringing a I'll case of 40s. I'll do Edward 40s. 40 hands during it. What are we doing? Is this Cobra? 40? What is this? Yeah. Have you ever heard of that? Nice. Tom is where you duct tape two 40s to your hands and you have to finish them before you can take them off. 
Severed forty hands. I I now believe that's a true alcoholics game. Well, actually, I truly believe now people who ever once lived in Madison, they never in their mind leave college, no matter where they live. Everybody that I've heard, actually, uh, Tabor was on your show talking about uh, keg kickball. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. and and then and then they were like, this sounds like some crazy fraternity college game. Really? He said. <laughs> and we're like, of course it does. Adults don't do that. Adults, I don't play kickball, and, yeah. and they definitely don't. Well, there are kickball leagues. Uh, I don't know if there's kickball. It's a comeback, but yeah, <laughs> but, but, it's, little, but and he yeah. lives in Madison, correct? Uh, yeah, it's I a think fra- so. it's, it's a Madison frame of mind. It's preferred if you're going to play Everett Forty Ants to watch Roadhouse while you're. But anyway, anyway, back to the twenty-four hour podcast. Sorry. We're giving a glimpse on what's going to be happening. <laughs> yeah, it, it'll be pretty focused. I'm telling you, man. it's going to be focused yeah. all the way through. An hour Scripted one, hour out. Four. Yeah, uh, we're looking at um, Saturday through Sunday, October sixth or seventh, and it'll be from like 10 a.m. to 10 a.m. Jesus. Yeah. Um, Who else is going to be involved? It could be all kinds of sweet. We're looking at. Uh, I'm saying we're looking at a lot, aren't I? Uh, Crankcast uh, around comics. Uh, John from Word Balloon is going to make it sometime when he can. Um, uh, comic book queers. Um, I don't know any other podcast people. Um, I don't think so. I'm not entirely. Uh, I, don't, I know I, I mentioned it to Van Osdall, but I'm not got sure if he's going to. Yeah. yeah, so yeah. I don't know. But whatever. Anyway, so um, bunch of people, bunch, bunch of those podcasts. people. Uh, you know, we got phone some in people, guests. Phone in guests. We got some people coming in town, like Tabor. I'm trying to get Marshall down here if I can. Wow, I'm going to meet Tabor. Tabor. Uh, <laughs> if we could take him up, maybe Tabor too, and watch. Tabor I don't want to be there when that happens. <laughs> watch all the forties implode. You know, um, they show up and they both start saying the same things at the same time. <laughs> oh, I got the quarter in! Oh, I got the quarter in! I'm telling you, if those two ever meet, it's just going to be a, a big, like, yeah. anticlimactic, climatic, no, climactic thing. Uh, <laughs> I bet, I bet it's be anticlimactic yes. is a way better description. Of what else. <laughs> we're going to have like a negative wave pressure yeah. thing going and on. It, so um, and we're actually doing it an hour delay, right? Yeah, yeah. We'll be starting at 10, and the first show will get posted like shortly after 11, right. like once it gets put together. We're doing it here at Dark Tower, thanks to Mark. That's right. And, Ding! Um, uh, just, no, nothing. <laughs> and this is uh, what it's gonna be like. Yeah, this will. It'll be a lot of. Uh, Are we gonna live feed that onto Stick Camp? <laughs> I don't know. If we, hours. Yeah, it the late hours. Yeah, depends Actually, I probably the, the late hours would be more interesting to actually watch than anything. Yeah. Ten a.m. We're gonna be mumbling a lot. Yeah. It's gonna be me. I, I am gonna be. I'd like to break. start a pool. And we'll we'll break it down into who times dies to first. see who With. Norton kills first. Because oh. <laughs> Norton himself has admitted he will be the first one to murder somebody. And I'm my, my I'm thinking it's me. My bracket oh. of the pool will be about two hours in. <laughs> two hours. Because yeah. that's one hour longer than they've ever went on the crankcast. <laughs> yeah. I plan on taking cat naps. You know, so hopefully I won't get too grouchy. Yeah. You know. Nice. But uh, yeah, so um, you know, we got. Things happening, we might do weird things like I know watch a movie, coke off a whore's ass. <laughs> well, I was thinking more watch a movie and do some commentary, but yeah, oh. you know. But the other, my thing, off, sweet yeah. too, huh? Gotta keep us awake. <laughs> we'll, we'll schedule that for six. Sweet. All right. Um, yeah, I, it's just odd things. I don't know. We we kind of loosely planning it right now. And I plan on reading uh, uh, graphic novels to people <laughs> out loud. <laughs> out loud, uh, yes. And you know, at that point, we'll all decide to we stop reading comics <laughs> because when you hear a comic read out loud, you wonder what. What am, am I doing? doing? Yeah, no, this is the dumbest sounding shit I ever. <laughs> yeah. As long as you're doing the voices, it's fine. Oh yeah, I yeah. got voices, yeah. sound effects. 
What would uh, <laughs> doing all sorts of stuff? A dramatic like be the Foley artist. Yeah. <laughs> a dramatic reading of like Cerebus or something. That'd be awesome. Jonah Hex. That's for Jonah Hex. <laughs> yeah. Volume one. Coconut shell. A lot of a lot of horses. side of beef. I'm punching constantly. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, beef jerky and pizza are going to be uh, yeah. you know overflowing. It's going to be fun. <laughs> It will um, be fun. Well, I'll be heading Garcia's. Give me some. Oh yeah, oh, burritos yeah. and some yeah. tostadas. Hey, guys, let's not shoot our wad. And okay, <laughs> we just got twenty four uh, fucking as, hours to fill in. Uh, yeah, I'm already as, uh, tired. If bandwidth allows, we might be able to do like an audio live cast during the the like day part or whatever. You know, maybe. Oh, all know. right. Because I figure that would take less bandwidth, maybe. Why are we recording it then? Damn it! Because it's a podcast. <laughs> just do it. No, live, Joe. <laughs> we need the the ongoing record. Right. Oh, there's a website. Twenty four hour. Oh, that's right. Twenty four yes. hour comic podcast. And that's the number two four. Number two four. Um, it's sort of up there. There's not really anything on it, but you know, it's, it's there. Mostly working. It, it exists. Yeah. So you can All go there. Uh, you know, if you sign up, which people haven't signed up because I accidentally put a sign up thing on the front, <laughs> <laughs> like a you know a register thing right. on the front. Um, but yeah, I, I figured I, we could actually make some use for it, and uh, we'll notify you when it's coming up. Just a reminder. Sure, know, sure. Like email, a spam stuff like that. A little spam mail. Yeah, a reminder. Yeah. <laughs> send us a cashier's check for five thousand dollars. We should start now asking people to like send us uh, if you'd like to donate food. You can like order us pizzas <laughs> and uh, lobster. Like Seventy-five fucking pizzas. Emails. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Email. Uh, Email. As Mike put it, this is Chicago's pizza country. That's right. Yeah. That's what we just got right here. Exactly. So, so feel free. Uh, but and they have a website you can order. <laughs> Sweet. We're whores. Wait a minute. What am I doing? All right. All right. Well, thanks. So let's end this. Alrighty. Now. All right. Uh, next story. There's next. been an uh, a break in the. I don't know. <laughs> There's been a director uh, attached to the Justice League movie. It is George Miller, uh, best known as being the director of Happy Feet. Uh, Mad Max. Let's not forget he was involved with those, I believe. Well, so yeah. why did they mention Happy Feet, that not Mad Max? Because it made the most money. Yeah, it made the most money. <laughs> and it came out ten minutes ago. Yeah. yeah. So apparently uh, Warner Brothers is so excited about this film that they are even putting the Superman return sequel on hold. So This is like a recipe for disaster yeah. for a movie. <laughs> I mean, just a disaster. Yeah. Well, the other thing is, it's, it's, like, it's, like, it's not going to be Batman's not going to be played by uh, Christian Bale. Bale. Superman's not going to be played by uh, Brandon, what's his Ralph. Brandon Ralph. So yeah, it's going to be odd. Straight to video, baby. Straight to video. <laughs> Check out that JLA pilot from 1997 if you want to see what he could potentially. Oh, good lord! Be all, all types of. All right, let's so. hope for the best, though. All right. Well, the, the next the one is uh, is a story, kind of, that Sal brought to my attention. <laughs> all right, I, sweet. I, it is. Kind of a story. First, but, uh, first, first of all, I, I'm gonna totally cast spells on everybody here. Okay, first off, I want to say uh, this is. Re- la, 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 la. It's. I'm sure it could upset someone. I'm not. I didn't bring this up because it's not I the intent do, of the story. Yeah, it's not the intent to make fun of. Don't give anyone's this, religion more so than any other. Don't but, give this segment to any pagans or da- <laughs> daughters of pagans. Yeah. But I just thought it was fire. funny that uh, that this happened. And basically, uh, it, I got the email from Boom Studios today, <laughs> and uh, it's this. Is, I'm just going to read it. It said, um, Since announcing Salem, a five-issue series written by Chris Morgan and Kevin Wall, shipping Woo! this November, we here at Boom Studios have been inundated with, a tremendous podis- uh, with tremendous positive responses for the most part. Unfortunately, we have also received a number of alarmed reactions from the pagan community. <laughs> to address their concerns, Chris and Kevin have written the following letter. 
to all concerned parties. We agree that a comic book that asserts pagans are evil and destructive might well be considered insensitive, offensive, and even slanderous. However, Salem Queen of Thorns is not that book. We appreciate your criticisms, but feel they are based on mistaken understanding of the true context of our story. In Salem, the religious authorities are an evil force that persecutes innocents in the witch trials. They aren't celebrated in any way and are, in fact, major villains. Our pr- protagonist, Elias Hook, nice. is a reformed member of the church who carries a heavy burden of guilt for the evil he performed for them in ignorance, and his quest to redeem himself is one of his main motivations. More importantly, one of our chief characters, Hannah Foster, is a healer accused of witchcraft. She is in no way the demonized villain of your piece. Rather, she is one of the key heroes of a noble journey to combat the evil and save the world. We welcome your opinions and realize that when all is said and done, you may still disagree with what we feel to be a positive depiction of pagans and a a strong pro-tolerance theme in Salem. But we respectfully request that you base such judgment on the content of the work itself (laughs) rather than incorrect assumptions and incomplete information. Because you are concerned about one thing, prejudice in all forms is an ugly thing. Um, and then they attach. And P.S. P. Uh, uh, meet me with your brooms at the graveyard, <laughs> and we'll dual spells. <laughs> I just think it's. I just was amazed. Yeah. It's like, how many emails could they have possibly gotten? Okay. I mean, they announced the book. They didn't. It, it yeah. hasn't even been out yet. If and, you're and, a pagan, uh, send us an email. But what's Please. funny is, is that now Salem uh, Queen of Thorns has just shot up the Diamond 300 list because <laughs> I'm checking this out. <laughs> I probably won't, No, (laughs) but I'll be thinking about it. Now, the other thing that was included... Did they they set out to create a positive depiction of pagans? Because that seems to me to be perhaps an afterthought. (laughs) (laughs) They included in in, in the email the original email by the person that was concerned with the depiction. And I'd like to read a little bit of that. Wait for his name! I am an avid comic reader. And also, <laughs> I'm also a pagan. On the floor. <laughs> I have been on this path for many years, and my family and I have fought off hate, bigotry, and ver- verbal abuse due to the large quantity of misinformation about the craft. To think I would be safe from this sort like of it thing works. in my own genre of pop culture. Pop culture. I guess I was wrong because apparently you are publishing a comic named Salem, Queen of Thorns, which demonized witch, uh, witches and adds further justification to their torturing and death. Did you know that the Dark Ages, nine million people, mostly women and some children, were accused, tortured, and killed because of lies and misinformation spread by the church. These women were midwives, healers, and herbalists. All of these people were tortured into saying things that were not true. They were told what to say by witch hunters. Ever hear of the witch, witch's hammer? It was a book comprised of methods to identify and inter- inter- interrogate, torture, prosecute, and finally kill a witch. For In the Bible it says, though, not suffer a witch to live. If she floats, she's a witch. Uh, would you write a comic putting the Jews of a holocaust in a negative light? What about the slaves of the South? They practice... Uh, I can't even pronounce that Voodoo word. rituals. Oh, is that what it's supposed yeah. to be? Uh, to scare away uh, slave traders and, uh, from abducting them. But no, course, uh, but no, of course, everyone has enough compassion to not cause further distress to those who have suffered. I and other pagans alike are trying to dispel ignorance and create a more tolerant world to accept our beliefs, and right now you are creating an obstacle to that. I would look out for more pagan activities or activists, activists and lobbyists to get involved and speak out against <laughs> this assault to our face. Seriously? This project was written in poor taste and is offensive to my brothers and sisters of the craft. Please t- take this into consideration when, when making such a decision. Respect, uh, regretfully yours, Ambrosia! <laughs> I just think this is... Um, 
If you're pe- if you're a pagan, email us so we know yeah. you're listening. Um, <laughs> now I have read books on paganism. I mean, I've actually yeah. studied. I've read like books on Wicca and you know paganism and stuff. And and uh, I, I have nothing against pagans, weren't you? Well, you no, I have research. nothing. Uh, I mean, it's like I don't. It's like saying you have I'm something bad to say neutral. about Santa Claus, right? <laughs> I mean, come on. I'm completely neutral <laughs> towards pagan. Well, yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? My cousin is a warlock, <laughs> and uh, he's a cool guy. I just think, and I, uh, I'm sure somebody would be offended by this, but I, I think you're treading in dangerous water when you're comparing yourself <laughs> Thank to you. Jews in the Holocaust and, and slaves slavery. in the South. <laughs> First of all, slaves uh, were in the South. Slaves were all over oh, the fucking country. country. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 you know... Okay. Yeah, that, I, I, I just thought was absolutely right on that, though. I mean, yeah. when because uh, well, there's four of us here. By law of averages, if uh, I, I truly I do believe if pagans were to be considered a, a true minority, uh, law of averages would say one of the four of us would know a few, right? <laughs> yeah, at least I one. don't know any pagans. Uh, no, no, you're a pagan? No. <laughs> you're no. a pagan. Oh, he do you know anybody? You know pagan? No, but yeah, I know. Part I of know. the Heroes Click Saturday? No. no. Do you know anyone who hates Not that pagans? I know of. Do you know anyone who hates pagans? Actively? <laughs> Actively. No. No. Actively seeking out opportunities. <laughs> well, I think I, I used to work with a pagan. So, that's How many people know? Does she have cool warts? Yeah, <laughs> How many people know that there's great tea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That they even exist. Like you have to know yeah. someone exists. Before. Yeah, let me it's tell like my if I if I wrote a, we'll see how he feels. If we can judge whether or not. <laughs> <laughs> if I wrote a really, you know, hor- horrifying yeah. story about a, you know, the Easter Bunny, killing people with, <laughs> fuck you, know, a hammer. Catholic. <laughs> no, you know, what no, people like, know about the Easter Bunny though. <laughs> but that's what I mean. It's like. Uh, I, I understand maybe their sensitivity because of what they believe in, and that's fine. I, I have nothing against what you ever no. want to believe in. Whatever you want to believe in, that's great. It hey, no cool. problem. Yeah, no problem with that. Read What's the book first. You know, uh, real, really well, I mean, <laughs> that's part of it. But it's like uh, in a in a book with witches, you expect like magic, right? Right. Like, How do they feel about Halloween? Shouldn't they be tackling Halloween first? It's a bigger issue, yeah, isn't it? Like Boom <laughs> Boo Studios. Yeah. Yeah, it's go, Circulation, a uh, couple thousand. Is this the first, like, book with witches? No. no. Well, no there's a book Ambrosia witches. has probably been fighting the power for a good couple years right, well, now. well, more All power right. to her, or he or her. Well, I'll tell you what. Like, <laughs> I'm not sure Ambrosia. <laughs> Metrosexual. Yeah, I'm not sure. Oh, but I, yeah, I mean, it, I just thought it was amazing that they would write a press release in response to this. It's good for everyone. How many emails did they get? It's good for at them. Least, Look, at least would two. we have talked about Salem before the book? <laughs> no, I no. never would have mentioned and it. It works for the pagans too, because now <laughs> now we're more sen- we're, now we're hypersensitive to pagans. Yeah, now all of a sudden we got to yes. go back and edit sh- out all the, sh- the times sh- I yeah. ripped on witches and warlocks. Yeah. Yeah. The, the shroud of secrecy has been lifted yeah. over I, Bloom and pagans. Yeah, I'm 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 cool with pretend shit. <laughs> I, I, I went to Catholic school. I'm also cool with pretend. Yeah, shit. yeah I was. Yeah, we were altar boys. Tom and I were altar boys. Yeah. We're all over the that pretend shit. So much yeah. about We'll pretend as the day is yeah. long, man. I'll ring a bell, do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll light mad candles. Yeah. All right, well, I tell you I what, let's, uh, yeah, let's you uh, wrap up on uh, on that note. That'll take care of Wired Wired Coming News. That Abracadabra! That means it is time for Top of the Stack. <laughs> top, top of the Stack. Top of the Stack, the Stack. That's right, it's time for Top of the Stack, our chance to let you, the listener, know what we, the panel, have been reading for the last week. And Top of the Stack is sponsored by Ape Entertainment. 
Welcome to Autumn's Grove, a quaint little town where your fears manifest, then devour you whole. Only a few people are willing to face the madness lurking behind the facade, and not all of them will survive. Available for pre-order now is Sullen Gray, the miniseries from Jocelyn Gageway and Drew Rausch, artist of SLG's Haunted Mansion and Tokyo Pop's The Dark Goodbye, all in an uncensored trade. <clears throat> to find out how you can pre-order your copy of Sullen Gray, the trade paperback, for 50% off the cover price, and receive a free original sketch from series artist Drew Rash, go to apecomics.com. Half price and a free sketch? There's no better bargain in comics. For previews of Solon Gray and tons of other ape goodness, visit our friends at apecomics.com. Um, I would like to say that for all my brothers and sisters who lurk behind facades, this is that I'm not down with this book. <laughs> Because I think it's going to paint people who lurk behind facades in a, a negative very, light. Very bad light. <laughs> Did you realize that in the Middle Ages, over 9 million people that wore masks that lurked behind facades? <laughs> You guys are so yeah. bad. Tom, really, Tom, all they what, did was mow the grass, really. They were persecuted. Tom, what is your top of the stack? My, my top of the stack is the the world's most unlikable superhero. Ambrosia. The, the irredeemable Ant-Man. Uh, written by Robert Kirkman. Uh, Counseled by Phil Hester with inks oh. by our favorite Andy Parks. Oh. Uh, this is the oh. last issue of the irredeemable Ant-Man. It's sad. issue 12. Yeah, a little sad. Uh, this is the you know, the final issue, and actually my favorite issue of the entire run so far. If you if you don't know anything about the irredeemable Ant Man, uh, it was a new character, Eric O'Grady, uh, has taken over the mantle of Ant Man, and he is an asshole. Uh, who <laughs> the main theme of the book is him being a dick. He steals the um, outfit from his friend, who he pushes into the way of danger. He sleeps with uh, that guy's girlfriend at his funeral. On his uh, grave. On his grave. Uh, <laughs> wow. He sits and watches women while they shower, and he's just sort of generally an unlikable guy. But he um, only does good things. There's a so comic book can, about me, so he, so he can, can get his. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's Scotty's life story. Yeah. <laughs> Scotty is tiny. He can shrink down and watch. Except I'm giant. That's what it is. I just sit on this edge of the shower and girls scream, "What are you doing there?" What? You can see me? I'm looking at your puss. <laughs> you're LARPing. You t- you're standing there with your arms over you. I'm like, lurking behind my facade. Yeah. <laughs> Nine million peeping Tom's died. Uh, <laughs> by the end of this issue, though, I, I feel um, you can kind of see that the irredeemable Ant-Man's a little bit redeemable. Uh, one of the big parts of it is that, that his the girlfriend, spoilers, the girlfriend that of his ex-best friend, he got pregnant when he slept oh. with her. And they sort of have a confrontation. Um... He had been on the run from S.H.I.E.L.D. for a while, and they finally caught him, and he lied his way out of getting into trouble <laughs> so that he looks like a hero. So he was perfectly fine. So she comes to him, and she wants to have another chance with him, and he tells her, you know, no, I won't do it. But the best part is the reason why he does it is, like, for the first time in the series, he doesn't do it necessarily for out himself. Of, for himself. He says he doesn't want the kid to grow up to be like him or because he's just a fuck-up and that he doesn't want to subject anyone to his own his own bullshit bullshit and uh, <laughs> later on he met this other girl while he was pretending to be the slaying mantis for a while he was working with a damage control and yeah. pretending to be another character and he sort of fell in love with this other girl and he went back to her um the the big turning point of this issue is that uh shield can't find anyone else to use the ant-man suit well so they're just like well you can use it and they give him an opportunity to join the Avengers with the Avengers Initiative. And he says, well, this is my chance to, you know, 
redeem myself. Redeem myself. So he tells the girl that he, you know he loves. He's like, well, I have to go do this, and she gives him a year. And what I really liked about this was um, I've seen a lot of people sort of talk about how it's hard to follow a character who's really sort of an asshole. And the way I think about it is it's sort of a modern twist on the Spider-Man story because while Spider-Man did it all within, like, 15 pages, you know, mm-hmm. Peter wants to get laid, so, you know, he <laughs> tries to get money for a car. And when does he learn his me- lesson? When his fucking uncle gets shot is when mm-hmm. he's like, oh, shit, I've been a dick, you know. <laughs> it just took Eric 12 issues to get to the he's moment where he's like, oh, I'm an ass, you know. Right. This is, you know, my, you know chance to sort of redeem myself and um it's played up for laughs it's very it's a very funny book there's even a nice moment at the end that um i didn't quite piece together until i thought about that spider-man comparison where he swings by spider-man fighting somebody and he thinks oh i'll help uh, i'll help him out and then he goes ah whatever he's got it covered and then he just like goes on because it's easier for him so he's not totally redeemed yet but you can see if you've read the all the issues that He's working, He's working on it. It's actually yeah. kind of nice to not have uh, this, like, just add water, ready-made hero. He's actually having to learn how to become a hero. Well, it's because he's like, like most of the rest so, of us. So, you know, the way people think about Peter Parker as Spider-Man is that, like, he's the average guy who his problems come from the fact that the world is kind of shitty. You know, the world does, you know, you got to pay rent, you got to juggle girls, you have an aunt who's like on the brink of death for 40 years, <laughs> you constantly have to be saving. She's 205. But Ant-Man sort of played funnier because it's like, here's this guy who, did, the world hasn't really been shitty to him, but just his own nature puts himself into bad positions, but then also saves him. He's sort of like this m- modern twist on that Peter Parker story, because he makes his own world shitty and then has to figure out his own way out to get it. out of it, you know, which I thought was f- funnier. It's funnier than Spider-Man's been in a while, <laughs> I would say. And it, almost weirdly more believable, you know, like getting a girl pregnant or like, you know, that seems more, you know, and then uh, instead of Aunt May getting shot for like the 90th time or like being in a deathbed, you know, I just thought it, it was funny. Yeah, Doc almost Hawk. that. I, yeah, <laughs> it's funnier and it, it, even though it's played to be ridiculous, there's actual moments where you're like, I've done that. You know, I've dicked over a friend <laughs> to get something, you know, or, you know, I've slept with a girl just to get, you know, because I just wanted to sleep with her. Even though she or, was ugly. Yeah, or, exactly. Scotty just got this faraway look in his eyes. Yeah, he's like, I was thinking about all the girls. A lot of those times, yeah. This, this nostalgic oh. look in Scotty's eyes. Or, you know, like, taking money that isn't necessarily yours. Because everyone, I mean, like, oh. I mean, when you're young, you do stupid shit. You know, so it's, or he's uh, so sweet, no doubt. Yeah, totally awesome stuff. Yeah, Scotty <laughs> stole my wallet earlier today. <laughs> <laughs> but sweet. I, I just I thought he was a really identifiable character, actually. Uh, so it's probably not the last. I mean, uh, he's going to be an Avengers Initiative. He is. Where he's okay. Gonna be, okay. Yeah, okay. Where he's not the last Veracruz. That's the uh, Bendis. Bendis written one. No, no, it's Dan, Dan Slott. Slott. Oh, it's the Slot one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, okay. The good Avengers. Oh, okay. I'm thinking I mean, Mighty uh, Mighty Avengers. Again, X Avengers. I get all in on the order, which is really good. I, I get them all confused. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Young, what you got this week? Uh, Girls. I, yeah, I'm still thinking about that. Fucking people. Fucking chicks. You Fucking people. What, stealing wallets you or you, babes and you stealing cash. You can't have your iPhone be your top of the stack for two weeks in a row. No, I can't. Damn it. Uh, but my the content on my iPhone. No. Pick Ant-Man. <laughs> <laughs> You're re- trying to do your spells on me, <laughs> yeah. Tom Brogia. <laughs> um... Uh, I read ten uh, the ten uh, Bendis Daredevil trades and the wow. first 
uh, Brubaker Daredevil trade. Jesus so, Christ, man. So pretty much that storyline. Are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> New X-Men coming out on time. <laughs> um, uh, and so, yeah, I really, really enjoyed that story uh, for a superhero story. You know, I'm not usually that overly into superhero how, how stuff. Would you have, how would you have reacted to that story if you had read it over four years? Oh, I probably, well, uh, I mean, it's like, it's a hard question to ask because I wouldn't have. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? I, he doesn't read that way. No. Yeah, I mean, I, I enjoyed yeah. it, but there were there were definitely definitely times in that series was like, okay, I I want to see. Oh sure, I mean, but happen. I mean that that to me is a, a tried and true example of why some books should just go straight to a graphic novel trade paperback mm-hmm. form because uh, those stories were not single issue stories. No, I mean, it, was, it was really pretty epic. Each tale. trade is yeah. its own story, mm-hmm. uh, which makes it, you know, for somebody reading it in trade for the first time, very enjoyable. It moves very quickly. Uh, the trades seem, I mean, each tra- that's why I was able to read so many so fast, because they move very quickly. They don't have mm-hmm. to start and stop. So there's a momentum reading through them that you gain by not having to start and stop at beginnings and ends of issues. It really flows together nicely. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> the general, you know, uh, plot point of the the whole issue or the whole story even into uh brubaker's first trade which was just kind of wrapping up what bendis had got him into but was uh you know somebody outing daredevil um or outing matt murdoch as daredevil and (laughs) came out years and years uh matt murdoch just uh trying to keep that Keep it in, you know, keep it in the box and trying to put it back in there, and and but not really at times, you know, just, uh, but just kind of the the a little bit more about Matt Murdock than Daredevil, and just kind of uh, almost what the repercussions of being Daredevil has done to him and his life, and and you know, you get some cool kingpin moments and and bullseyes thrown in there every now and then, just I. I think just to remind you that he's a character in the world. I think I mean, it's still a superhero <laughs> look. Yeah. Um. But yeah, for the well, most part, whenever you're going to totally break Daredevil as a character, you have to have Bullseye in there somewhere yeah. because he's always the character. He and the, and Kingpin are always the ones that that stabbing that chicks push, right. that push him to the edge, <laughs> throwing cards, throwing cards, yeah, killing um, girlfriends. The only part of it that I didn't I didn't actually understand a whole lot. Uh, I don't know if it was they just forgot to deal with it or, or maybe I missed it. Uh, when I when I started the run, uh, Kingpin was blind. As you know, just like Matt Murdock, and then he gets fucking shanked by his crew. They turn on him and shank shank him, and uh, and then he goes. He's like in a coma for a while or something. He's almost dead and he's off out of the country. And uh, when he comes back, nah, he's not blind. He's just not blind anymore. He lost foreign eye of, transplants. He lost a yeah. sense of yeah, taste. Didn't we talk about this last week? Yeah, I think you mentioned. Did we? It. Yeah, yeah. You mentioned it last week. Well, leave me alone. Uh, <laughs> Still hasn't been. I, I have no answer for, for you. Brenda, yeah. send him an yeah. answer. Yeah. We're waiting for the answer. Brenda, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, was was Daredevil my top of the stack? Yeah, last you had week? read like nine of the trades last week. Oh, okay. Finished so it. I finished them. So by the time like that stuff happened, and uh, now deja vu. It's deja vu if you. I'll just. We could just. What cut I in last No, week. you'll keep this oh, okay. fucking rolling. Uh, <laughs> Never cut. But I there did, is no off switch. <laughs> I did enjoy uh, the last Bendis trade where, uh, spoilers, whatever that fuck, you know. Um, by the time you get to the last uh, Bendis trade, uh, obviously the whole shit's falling apart. Uh, and he ends up going to jail. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
the FBI, uh, the kingpin offers up a deal and says, which part of me was like, man, this is weird. Uh, the kingpin offers up a deal. Let me go free, and I'll give you all the information you want on Matt Murdock. Um, and and this uh, overambitious FBI guy says, yeah, we'll do it. And but it's weird because they didn't have a case against the kingpin, right? Well, he was uh, in oh, yeah. jail at the yeah. time. No, if you Wasn't remember it? on that last one, they said we have no proof on him. He was he was basically just waiting trial. They had no proof whatsoever. No, they were not going to be able to put him away. Yet he offered up this deal because he wanted to be done. He wanted them to leave him alone. Yeah. So he wanted to be done. Yet they had no proof on him anyway. So they wouldn't have. He wouldn't have went to jail. Uh, at this point, they were just keeping him for until they could try to put something together. But that time right. was running out. So he says, "I'll give give you up." And of course, they take the deal. So I'm thinking, well, for the FBI, it's smart. For Kingpin, it was just to me like a weird device. You know, like we need to, Kingpin yeah. to threaten it. Had they had some proof that I think that would have made it a little bit. I'd have to go back and I'd, um, honestly, I'd have to go back and read it. But but anyway, they so he ends up giving him up. Uh, they 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 figure out that he's Daredevil, and in the process, Kingpin makes one mistake. And one of the things that he did be, after his deal, he wasn't thinking, and, and that actually gets him really arrested and convicted. Mm. <clears throat> Comes back to bite so, him in the ass. Matt Burdock's in jail, and then Brewbreaker takes over <clears throat> in his first arc, and uh, it's basically just dealing with all that. There's a another Daredevil running around the city while Murdock's in prison. Murdock is like a just fucking lunatic, yeah, fucking badass. Because uh, right Oz out, character. yeah, right, right out of the gate, uh, Foggy gets killed, uh, in there, and you're kind of like, oh, that's crazy stuff, you know. And then, uh, <laughs> is that how you react? Yeah, I was like, that's you, crazy. You, you say that out loud when yeah. you're reading. Really, oh, oh, like, what? And I said, that's crazy, bitch. <laughs> foggy just died. Yeah, who the fuck's Foggy? Brewbaker's <laughs> yeah. Brewbaker's. First arc was awesome. It was the devil in cell block D. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, so, um, yeah, it was really cool. I mean, uh, seeing Matt Murdock just kind of lose his shit and just really just start beating the shit out of everybody in prison and not taking anything uh, was was pretty cool. And, of course, Kingpin's in there. And so it's just kind of a whole, uh, they they wouldn't let him out on bail. They wouldn't let him stay in, you know, they put him in gin pop and they kind of wanted Even them all to... Blind. Yeah, they all wanted him to kill each other, basically. And, uh, at the end, you know, I, I won't ruin it at the end, because there is a, for those who haven't read it's it... It's a great end. There's a little cool twist that you may or may not see coming. But it was a cool little twist at the end. So, the, yeah, the Brewbreaker, the first uh, trade in the Brewbreaker run on Daredevil was, was equally as good to me uh, in keeping with the with the whole feel and tone that I think Bendis set with, with Daredevil. Because I read the Daredevil that, you know, that started with the Marvel Knights with Kevin Smith, and, mm-hmm. and I read some of those. And I enjoyed that, but that was still a pretty pretty straight-up superhero, superhero yep. you know, your t- kind of typical superhero tale. And to, to be able to read through this whole uh, tale uh, up until Brewbreaker's trade was, was cool to see a different... It held in a different light. Though at times you're like... Murdoch's fucking sociopath. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know, the best, the best Daredevil though. stories have always been that way. It's like he, you know, him dealing with the pressure yeah. of everything, and 
you know, because I mean, it's it's rare it's rare in comics that you see that happen much. It's like most superhero books. Most you know, it's just like they're running around. They do this. They go move to the next adventure in galactic space right. war, and exactly. it's never about dealing with the actual. Right. It's all situational. Of, it's yeah. not character yeah. based. It's yeah. all. And Matt Murdock is a you know really a pretty. He's uh, a very complex character because he's very selfish in a lot of ways but he's very selfless at the same time and how he right. protects hell's kitchen but i mean that you you see that through that entire run and really that character you know probably going back to the frank miller days is that he's always just trying to keep his life tied together with shoestrings and um, you know his dealings with women, which it comes into. This, I mean, you think back run. on like uh, you know I've I've been reading Daredevil since before Frank, the Frank Miller Frank Miller's initial run on it, and it's like Matt Murdock's not a particularly likable character. Mm. No, you know that's what, I mean? what, that's, what I saying, very, that's why I said he's a sociopath. Yeah. He's actually he's doing to, illegal and immoral stuff, being yeah. a lawyer, and yeah, <laughs> that, yeah, that that to me I thought, and and, it, and they deal with that throughout this this whole storyline. Where they have uh, Strange and Reed and Peter Parker and <laughs> Luke Cage come up to him and go, what "Hey, you man, you fucking dick! You're losing it." Yeah. You know, they're like, "You're you're a dick, man," because you're you you go in and you claim that you're the kingpin of Hell's Kitchen, so you push all the crime out to us. <laughs> you know what I mean? So he's like, they're they're basically saying like, "Yeah, you're making it all good for your little fucking couple blocks," right. you know? And and he's like, "Yeah." Shut the fuck up, right? Get out of here. I am making a good for my. You deal with it. Push him and push him and push him. And they're making the point that you could, you know, the you, you only push somebody to another area, right? Yeah. I mean, you're not. You get the drug dealers the off problem. this corner. You're just, just going to fucking it. double it up on the next corner. Right. I just like the idea of a of a, a lawyer who has to completely lie constantly, <laughs> and pretty much anytime you see him in a lawyer situation, is committing right. perjury, right? Is lying, you know, like. Sure. It's it's really not only illegal but pretty immoral, immoral. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. to put yourself in that position of being but, like you know in 1960s Marvel it was kind of cool to have you know a warrior well, who's a superhero established yeah was, yeah who can you know who can tell if you're lying because he can hear your heartbeat all of a sudden you know in 2000s comics it's like now I'm I, I commend Marvel and Bendis and 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 this group that have kind of addressed that and say you know what the, yeah he's actually like, kind of yeah. screwed up well the thi- I think the thing that makes me dislike him as a character the most is how poorly he does treat Foggy uh, and how selfish he is with all this stuff how anybody in his life really yeah. um, how it's always like I'm daredevil yeah. you, uh, don't you know Deal how with hard it. everything is, <laughs> is for me yeah. like, I gotta put it in the costume I'm so rich and stuff but that's hard work <laughs> you know yeah you know yeah, yeah. It's, every, but every relationship that the, he's had. the women obviously I mean I think the women thing seems to be just the same story over and over it just yeah. seems to be a different name because they always find a way to kill it kill her or, sooner or, or later yeah but uh, yeah, the I foggy thing I forget that he's married <laughs> yeah. yeah the foggy thing was <laughs> the so, does, so does Murdoch <laughs> yeah foggy the foggy thing was kind of was the most annoying as far as what made him unlikable as a character to me because he just over and over I mean we've everybody has one of those friends right that you're just like who the fuck do you think I am yeah. you go get a job well he's always right? playing he's always like playing angles you know yeah. and like foggy's the way for him to like do that is right. to like hedge his bets on like how he's gonna handle something or right. how he's gonna deal with you know what's going on yeah he's so a dick. he is a little bit of a bitch 
Mr. Salazar? I can't disagree. Uh, <laughs> Rip <Rip-claw! laughs> Now that we've just I, uh, boiled down 80 issues of Daredevil, yeah, what's your yeah, Start next I, uh, month. <laughs> yeah. uh, surprisingly enough, to, to myself more than anyone... Pro- Rip-claw! Uh, I, I picked Ripclaw pilot season number one. <laughs> <laughs> He's jerking off the tits. And... Uh, Jesus. Sorry about that. And, uh, uh, Can't give that to a 14-year-old. I didn't know a whole lot about Ripclaw. Um, I had read some of the early Cyber Force stuff, but uh, to me it was always just a Wolverine ripoff character, right. and he still is, really. But uh, I really enjoyed this issue anyway. Um, it's written by Jason Aaron, uh, art by jo- George or Jorge Lucas. I would uh, say Jorge. Jorge. Yeah. And uh, cover by Tony Moore. Um, it's... Really, kind of just a good Wolverine story, but with a different guy. Uh, what I liked about it was it kind of added a twist to this character, as far as I know, because I didn't know that much about him. But um, basically, he's driven by ghosts. Right. Um, he, he's American Indian of some sort. They, they never make it. They've never made it clear what kind or anything. He's probably uh, a pagan. He might be pagan. Uh, no, but he's American Indian, and uh, uh, he has some sort of connection to the spirit world. Uh, he's also this extremely highly trained warrior guy with cybernetic claw hands, and I don't know, crazy shit like Bunch that. Bunch of stuff that goes together well, like good, like crackers and soup. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And uh, uh, but he's in, in this issue. Like I said, I don't know much about this character, but in this issue, basically, you learn that he is. Driven by these spirits to do their bidding, uh, they're sort of driving him nuts unless he does what they want. And uh, this particular issue, he walks into a, a bar in Japan, uh, asking for the boss of this yakuza gang. Uh, pretty typical, yeah. I mean, it's yeah, yeah it's a pretty typical. <laughs> when you said Japan, no, I, I was like, how many yeah, more minutes so says yakuza? Uh, and instantly, there's like a huge fight. You know, right. obviously. Uh, and basically, the story goes on that he is trying to get to this boss, is and he, he has to go the yakuza. Yeah, he has to he has to get through, <laughs> and, and it's sort of like a video room. game where he has to get through like different levels of this lair right. to get to this guy finally. And so it's very tip. I mean, it's extremely. The interesting thing was he better have tits at the end of he, this. He, or something. He, no, he probably kills. You know, I don't know, 500 people in this book. Badass. But you don't see him do it once. Right. Wow. You don't see one action yeah. scene in the book. They keep cutting away right at the moment he's going to get into a fight to, like, the boss, you know, talking about him. That's Why is you know, who is it? Yeah, it was kind of neat. Uh, I enjoyed that aspect of it. Um, so how many times can you watch And him? then at the end of it, when he finally does get to this boss, and the whole way he's talking to this spirit, uh-huh. who was a guy that worked for this Yakuza boss. Okay. Um... And was killed by him. Right. And so the whole way, you're, as always, I mean, yeah. Well, okay. the whole well, the, here's the interesting thing. So the, the whole way the you're just huh? building. It's like okay, he's go. He's going to kill this guy for right. this. At the end, it's not the case. And what, he, and he even tells case? it. Tells he's like, I'm not here to kill you. I don't. I know. just have a message for you. Uh, and I don't really want to spoil it, but I guess I'll spoil it. Spoilers. Yeah, yeah, spoilers. Ah! The message was that uh, this guy used to work for the, the Yakuza boss. And the his son, the Yakuza boss's son, who he's very proud of, and throughout the book you find out he's he's you know, sort of mentoring him to become uh-huh. the leader, the next leader of this family, uh-huh. uh, oh, is wait. not his. Well, it's Chris the says- dead guy's. He banged his wife, <laughs> and that was the message he sent him there to tell him that it was his wife. It's not uh. his kid, and his whole dream of his fa- continuing his right. bloodline is gone and well, all Chris that. Chris has his ears covered. Chris and then he does end up killing the guy anyway. But <laughs> he kills him? <laughs> yeah, he does kill him in the end. You but, uh, it, right? 
Yeah, very, yeah, very much. <laughs> Lots of tattoos, guns, swords, all that kind of. So I, I, I always, mean, I always think that American Indians and the Yakuza. I don't know. Go, I don't, go together well. It was a really good Wolverine story to me. Right. You, you know what I mean? It's like that's what it was to right. me. It was just like an, you know. Uh, I think it actually sounds like a really cool concept, and, and I don't want anybody to think that I'm, I'm dis- yeah. dissing it because of the Yakuza. Yeah. But I almost, I don't like hearing you talk about it. Sounds like a very cool concept. Almost wished it could have just been. Uh, group X. Well, I mean, labeled you something, know, yeah. you know, like some other organization. I, like like, I think he did it on purpose, though. I think Jason Aaron did it on purpose because the whole story was very typical. Okay. I mean, it, except it wasn't. You know what I mean? It's right. like. It, it was a very typical Wolverine-esque story where he's fighting Yakuza. So you don't see him kill he's, anyone. Yeah, you, you don't see him either. kill anyone. He doesn't go there to actually kill this guy. He never went there with that intention whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And he's not doing it for revenge because of someone that he kn- He doesn't even know this guy. Right. He's just, like, going... So, what I mean, did he, he builds up for the, at the end, then? Uh... Because he's Red Claw. Because he's yeah, I don't know. They he's didn't the best know. at what he does. Yeah, he's no, the best. Be different. No. It would be I'm, good I'm the at awesomest at what I do. <laughs> I'm good at what I'm assigned uh, to do. Oh, the guy I'm actually curious. attacks him. That's why. Oh, uh, uh, the Yakuza boss attacks attacks him. often He only he only killed in self defense throughout the entire book. Really? That's not Wolverine. But I thought what Jason Aaron did was I mean I thought he sort of was making fun of the whole thing. Right. Like the whole idea is Rip Claw. Is a Wolverine ripoff. Right. I mean, that was what the character was when he was initially designed. Well, maybe they, that's why he used the Yakuza. Maybe I think it was. I think yeah. he was. Maybe sort of, he's making fun of the whole thing as well. I think that's what he. Let's was hope so, doing. so he doesn't think I'm a cock. For, well, <laughs> <laughs> I think it sounds like it because it sounds like he's. It sounds like you know when you think you're stereotypical like Wolverine versus Yakuza, yeah. all you think of is like page after page of him getting shot by Yakuza and him and killing ninja Yakuza. swords and instead shit. of like the cool part would be like stuff. In between, yeah, yeah, it wouldn't it? Wouldn't you know? How many times do you yeah. need to see him stab, right? Like a Japanese guy with tattoos, right? Uh, in a suit with a ninja sword, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only so many times, yeah. But I, I, like I said, I was really surprised. I believe me when I picked it up, I'm like, this is gonna. Yeah, well, suck. let's tell everybody. You came in the shop tonight and you said. Hey, Mark, you got the Rip Claw, and I just started laughing because I figured, <laughs> of course he's joking, looking for Rip Claw. And then he tells me, and then later Tom shows up, and, and yeah, he said this I book's picked sitting Rip Claw, on, and I laughed. And I was no, like, the book was laying pick? on the table, and, and Tom goes, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I know. It's I believe pick. me. I had no expect. I had the expectation this was going to suck. I figured I was going to not enjoy this book whatsoever. And, and you I was. Bought, you ordered it? Uh, I, yes. And, uh. Jason Aaron wins again. <laughs> he always wins. I I was amazed. And uh, the other thing about it, they're doing, in case you don't know, Top Cow is doing this whole pilot, pilot season yeah. thing. They're, they got six different books that are coming out for the next six months or whatever, six weeks, I don't know. And you get to vote on it. You can go to topcow.com and vote on which ones you like. Mm-hmm. And I guess the top two are going to get... Kevin McGuire's doing one, if you're Kevin McGuire. Yeah, he's like doing the next one, I yeah. believe. Um, Velocity. And, and uh, I like I said... I had really no interest in the book. I was really surprised. It actually I enjoyed sounds it. it was good, pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, it was pretty damn good. So there to you get go. me from being to even acknowledge that a Rip Claw book might possibly. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It was. I was amazed that it, yeah. I enjoyed it as much as well, I did. Congrats. Considering my mindset going into it. So there you go. That yeah. was my top of the stack. Cool. Chris Brozier, what's your top of the Chris. stack? <laughs> Cast a spell on. Well, um, I'm, I'm Master Scotty. <laughs> Grandmaster Scotty. 
Yakuza Scotty. Yeah. Yakuza Master. Tattoos. Professor Dumble Young. It was in there. I was digging for it. I was digging for it. Yeah. Professor Dumble Mother, Young. I need a cigarette after that. I feel like <laughs> I just had good sex. All right. There's your, there's your, uh, threat. There's your clever moment for, yeah. the, for the week. <laughs> for the month. Um, for the month. I'm actually pulling a Scotty this week. Um, I, I actually, uh, to, to be honest, I, I wasn't able to grab my comics this week, so um, so I don't have a single issue to talk about. But I have been diving into the first Tom Strong trade. Mm, yeah. It's, uh, Alan Moore and uh, Chris Sprouse, and it's uh, from Alan Moore's work uh, for America's Best Comics, which was eventually acquired by Wildstorm, and that's why you'll see the stuff from DC now. But uh, this is... So, um, who's the uh, pulp hero? I think this is a very much a, a Doc Savage yeah. inspired. It's inspired by all it's those fantastic. pulpy it's also adventure stories, it's got, sci-fi. To me, it's like a Doc Savage mixed with Fantastic Four, yeah. mixed with Superman. It's all the sort with, of yeah, a the, origin stuff. And, and, uh, it's got a talking ape. Yeah, like a, a robot. robot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a, a pneumatic. A pneumo, how do you say Newman. it? The, 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 the pneumatic man, Newman. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, do you ever see Jason Pearson when he did those few little yeah. the one shots? Fucking uh, sweet. I just think it's like such a cool playground. Yeah. yeah. Visually, it's just like a. It's all over the place. Yeah. yeah. You can do whatever you want. It, it is so fun, and it, it's it starts out with. Tom Strong's origin, which is a really fun story, um, and and the the whole uh, Tom Strong fan club is how mm. you get int- introduced to it. Strong men of America, yes. men of America. <laughs> which if you you know in this world, if you join this fan club, you get sent the badge and the the free comic book, which tells you Tom Strong's origin. And so it starts out with this kid who has just joined the Strong Men of America, and he's reading the the fan club comic book, which is Tom. Strong's origin. And so it, it cuts back and forth from the young kid who is engrossed in this comic book while all this crazy stuff is happening in in this futuristic city that he lives in, and he's reading Tom Strong's origin the entire time, which is really messed up, but uh, um, it's still a lot of fun. Uh, the subsequent stories are just, I mean, it's just great Alan Moore, wacky adventure stuff. I've always thought it was underrated as a comic you could... Hand to people a little bit because I think it's, I think it it it's basic enough and it's sort of um, like the things it's making fun of that I think you know like I've given it to friends who you know have read comic books in the past or like know have seen comic book movies that sort of the concepts it's making fun of or like sort of you know like hey look how fun this could be it sort of works uh, it also tells a pretty good story in the fact that. Um, each issue has its like own theme, but there's things that carry over eventually, right. and you don't need to know all of them. Characters reappear. It has a talking ape, <laughs> which I think is yeah, most comics should it's have. It's got one. some phenomenal artists working on yeah. it. Yeah, Chris Sprouse, Dave Gibbons, Arthur, Arthur Adams. Adams. Yeah. An awesome art in it. But what I what I love about it is that it feels like it has a rich history, and more writes that into it. But you jump right into it, and yeah. so it's it's a very continuity uh, see, free. Have you read any of the ones past that? Uh, I am to the the one where uh, Tom has been sent to Pangea, the back in time into Pangea, oh, and he has okay. to fight Pangean, and he's just come back from that. Yeah. So it's it's that. It's I also that story. love the concept that. 
people aren't called superheroes or supervillains; they're called science heroes, yeah. and science yes. villains. Because well, that was way, that was Doc Savage. He was a science. Yeah, hero. because people have got gotten stuff through you know science. Science. And it's you know there's a great uh, there's one of my favorite stories Blind that is uh, sort of a, a making fun of the DC multiverse, but also saying how cool it is, like where they mm-hmm. travel to a planet well, where there's a Tom, there's a uh, a rabbit Tom Strong, you know, on a planet filled with animals. <laughs> right. and, you know, that, like that was the thing I, I liked it because it, it does poke fun at a lot of you know sort of the the, the, the things of, of comics that you can poke fun at, but it does it in a way that it's not like it does it in a very fun nostalgic way that you feel yeah, like it's more like a fun with yeah, it, more of a love letter. But to also gives room for tons of artists and writers as the yeah. trades go on. Yeah. Different writers, you know. I think uh, Johns did a story. Brubaker, I think, yeah, did a, a story. Of, yeah, I've all done. And Jason Pearson. Pearson. Jason, Jason Pearson, Pearson did one, yeah. The art. Oh. oh. I mean, it, it's... So uh, pretty. The trades at the beginning are mostly <laughs> Alan Moore, but towards the end, you see a lot of other people take their yeah. sort of shots at that Because it's a wide, wide open Yeah, you can thing. do whatever you, you want. Whatever, yeah. anywhere you want. I mean, the, the, guy, the guy, whenever you read this, he's like 100 years old, and so you have... Uh, you can you pick know. any time and yeah. you know... There's a great World War II story in there. I think I remember when I picked up, like, issue 13 of this. I had never read it before. I grabbed it off the the rack uh, and read it and then like I went oh no it was issue 23 <laughs> and I, I remember because I'm like oh shit now I gotta go back and I had to go back and get them all because like, it was so good it was it was an issue where like uh, he's fighting oh god he's fighting a guy on like a skyscraper or something I can't remember exactly what it was it was like an impression though Oh yeah, 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 big impression. <laughs> My memories for shit. <laughs> yeah. But I just remember Enough that I, that I you remember liked it that you're like I should do the rest. Of it. Yeah, uh, well, I, I yeah, I went back and then I had to find all the rest of them and and read them all. And I I, I have a whole run of of Tom Strong because it, it I'm is loving a it. I'm fun a, book. This is the this is the the first one. And once again, it's uh, America's Best Comics. Uh, if you're interested, it's uh, fourteen ninety nine uh, U.S. You can even Good get stuff. that at Quimby's in Chicago. Well, really, oh, yeah. really. To say I've ever Alan Moore book. You go to Quimby's? Sometimes. Is that, that little, is that that little Wicker Park? <laughs> yeah. Like I'm cool, stopping. crappy music yeah. place? They don't let you have hang out there. I'll go there. Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's too cool for $30 a Young. <laughs> no, it's uh, a lot of fun. Yeah, a lot of fun. Cool. So Tom Strong. All right, that'll take care of Top of the Stack. And that means it's time to run down what's coming out this week in Future Stacks. Future Stacks. All right, uh, from DC Comics, we have All-Star Batman and Robin, The Boy Wonder, number seven. I thought that came out, it was supposed to come out last week. It was uh, late again. Uh, American Virgin, number 19. Uh, Astro City, The Dark Age, book two, number four. Hmm. Batman, number 669. Uh, 69. 69. Nice. Uh, <laughs> Blue Beetle, Stylish. number 19. Uh, Countdown number 31, of course. Uh, Countdown to Adventure, number 2 of 8. Crossing Midnight, number 11. Deathblow, number 7. Green Arrow, year 1, number 5 of 6. So the penultimate issue of Andy Diggle and Jock's Green Arrow story. Looking forward to that. Uh, JSA Classified, number 43. Uh, Justice League of America, number 13. Who's taking over? Is that McDuffie? Dwayne McDuffie. Okay. McDuffie. I think we're looking forward to that. Uh, Spirit, number 10. 
Uh, Teen Titans 51? Yes, is that McKeever's first? McKeever's first solo issue. I hope he doesn't torpedo that franchise. (laughs) (laughs) Way to go, McKeever. Way to go. (laughs) We have uh, another Uncle Sam in the Freedom Freedom Fighters series. Number one. Yeah, I was going to say, you really Uh like the first one. And uh, Wonder Woman annual number one. They can put out an annual, but they can't get the series going on a regular schedule. That's the completion of the um, original story arc. Oh, is it? Yeah. No, not Guggenheim. Heimberg. Heimberg. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, from uh, Devil. Memory sucks. Yeah, it does. I drank it away, man. <laughs> Wonder Woman. Drugs. <laughs> uh, Devil's Booze. Dudes releasing G.I. Joe. Uh, Storm Shadow, number four. Diseased Hookers. Uh, from uh, Dynamite Entertainment. Uh, Army ooh, of Darkness Diamond's from the Ashes. <laughs> Diamond's, <laughs> Diamond's putting out previews. Exactly. Wow. Preview of previews. Uh, it's the only, only book never to not be on time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jumpstone Publishing's putting out uh, Uncle Scrooge number 370. Continuity on that. What? Is fucking impossible. Why are you reading that? Hey, it's Uncle Scrooge. You gotta love the I Uncle can't Scrooge. understand what's going uh, on. Image Comics, My Astounding money. Wolfman number three. And the Brit number two. Oh, I like the Brit. Uh, Killing Gu- Killing Girl number two and uh, Savage Dragon number one thirty two and uh, also uh, Scotty. Just so you know, Walking Dead volume seven trade paperbacks coming out next week. No. Uh, no. No. The other the number six just came out. As usual, your list is way in the future. We're in, we are spreading bad information. That's from to ship on nine twenty six. Uh, okay. So the last trade literally just came out. Okay, well, uh, white, white, white guy forgot to say some of these uh, shipping dates may change. It'll be what sweet. the fuck? It'll be sweet <laughs> if it does. Because Seriously? Oh, good. Tom's breaking. None no. of these are going to come out. Watch. Next week I'm going to show up and have no books. Oh, from Marvel Comics, Ooh, Avengers thir- Initiative number six. The third one on the list has sweet covers. Uh, Cable Deadpool number 45. What cover is that, Scotty? I don't know, but it's sweet. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Captain America Chosen number two of six. Criminal number nine. Uh, Daredevil Hell to Pay volume one. Trade paperback. What's Hell to Pay? Hell, Hell's Hell. <laughs> wow! <laughs> fucking south swinging for the fence. Yeah. Immortal Iron Fist number nine. This is this is the uh, second the issue orange. of the uh, uh, of the Iron Fist arc where they're doing the uh, uh, extra or interdimensional uh, tournament. The uh, mixed martial arts the, tournament. The MMA tournament. Uh, it's weird that the regular issue and the annual is coming out the same week. Yes. Next week. Hmm, Marvel, interesting. Marvel Adventures Iron Man has sweet covers, too. Yeah. <laughs> They're also done by Mr. Iron Man number 22, uh, Marvel Adventures Iron Man, um, Marvel Spotlight 4. Why uh, did you read that? I have Who no idea. Who the fuck cares about Marvel Spotlight 4? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Punisher Max. <laughs> reading everything on the list. Yeah, I know. Punisher Max, uh, Annual uh, 1, uh, Submariner number 4, The Order number 3, Ultimate Fantastic Four number 46, Ultimate Spider-Man 114, and uh, yeah, they'll take care of it. That's our... Oh, that's, that's uh, lots of good X-Men stuff. X-Men First Class number 4 is coming out. That is a really good book. I'm just going to well, Why do you read that? Book. Tom, why do you read it? Because it was good. Are you, you read the everything? fucking Thor spotlight? I like Thor. Yeah, do you read the book. Why do you need to read a spotlight on it? I need to know more yeah, about how Thor. How much more do you need to know? Read the book. It's not in there. I started rereading, uh, or not re- reading the um, 
uh, first class, X Men first class. It's good. Yeah, I was. I read the first uh, first one. I really yeah. enjoyed it. I actually yeah. emailed those guys, and they never responded to me. And they're busy making more of them. On time. I told them how much I enjoyed their work. Right. Did you know that Roger Cruz? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, that 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 will take care of future stacks. You want to skip over emails and get to our announcement and just push all the emails? Sure. To all right. Um, we get into trouble. Yep. Pushing emails. Well, we're pushing. We're emails. doing them all for the next Thir- show. Thursday is going to be an all, all email. email show. So lots That's of conversation off of uh, topics. I wrote the Thor spotlight. And why'd you diss me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a pagan. What you don't like Asgardians? <laughs> I'm an Asgardian. I'm an Asgardian. <laughs> all right. Well, I tell you, what, we uh, we already talked about the 24-hour podcast, but we as around comics, oh God, have a big announcement to make. Yes, and it's uh, not a stripper cast. <laughs> the show is done. Well, yeah, we're, we're just finger bang strippers. <laughs> for uh, oh, I, good I, God, I guess for a dramatic effect, we should say that this is the uh, the last final uh, Monday episode like this you'll ever hear. You should just say we're stopping. We're, we're stopping completely. We're this is it. No, we're not stopping completely. One, we're we're going to still three. do a Monday episode and a Thursday episode, or it may, that may change. There'll be two episodes a week. Uh, we are changing what we're doing, though. We've decided to, to to shake things up. We've been doing this in this format for over a year now. Yeah, over a year, and we're, we all got a little uh, a little burnout with we're it. Starting and to hate not it. Bur- not yeah. burnout as much as Boy. we've been. Want to do other things? It seems to like our conversations seem to open us up to want to talk about other stuff, other thing, other mediums. Yeah, and and we we kind of always are forced not to you know to go back to comics only. Right, yeah. um, and we're not always able to talk about some of the smaller stuff right. that we want to talk mm-hmm. about um, because we have to talk about these big wide sweeping topics, topics right. and everything so basically what we're doing is is the Monday episode is going to be a more of a magazine format sort of uh, pre-produced uh, show Chris is, is is putting together a bunch of different contributors that are going to do different segments uh, it's it's going to be a lot of different things but more um, I mean, uh, what people may like of the news segment, it will have a lot more different smaller stories in there and different topic discussions and different things that people will be talking about. A lot of different people are going to be contributing to it. I know uh, Will Pfeiffer is going to be doing a little DVD mm-hmm. review. Jeremy Mullins is going to be doing, uh, hopefully, a weekly webcomic mm-hmm. segment. We're going to hear uh, from Dave Windorf is going to be a contributor. Dave and I are going to, yeah, Dave's going to be doing a uh, uh, history lesson kind of thing about Comics that I'm going to sit in on. I have Tom's doing. Uh, uh, I have the Answer Man. The Answer you Man. Can email me at Tom and around Comics with your um, continuity questions about stuff, and if I don't know an answer, I'll just make one up. That's funny. <laughs> uh, yeah. And, so uh, I'll be doing artists. Uh, Scotty artist Young Guns. Scotty Young Guns. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, just spotlighting uh, artists that I maybe think that uh, even if you have heard them, a lot of people might not have, or just. Finding some of the nook, nook and cranny artists around right. online and out in the world that uh, you know just give a help help get them out there and, and expose other people to them. And and each episode on Monday will be one hour. It's going to be held to that, so it's going to be uh, a fast paced uh, kind of wide variety look at the world of comics. Each uh, each episode will have a main feature, whether that's an interview or a brief roundtable discussion, and then the subsequent. Segments that we're going to cover manga, we're going to cover web comics, we're going to cover uh, DVD releases, new trade paperbacks, single issue releases. It's going to be one hour that you can listen to each week that's going to give you a really good overview of the world of comics. 
And then our Thursday episode is is, is going to be the roundtable still. Mm-hmm. So don't uh, worry, the roundtable is not yeah, going the round away. Table is still, Every, everyone on the live mm-hmm. cam is really freaking out. They're like, what the fuck? Uh, the roundtable will still be there. Um, we're, we're going to change it a bit. We're going to open it up to more than just talking about comics or issues with comics or topics about I mean, comics. Like Oprah. It's going to be just more things that we enjoy. Right. Uh, movies. Movies, TV, TV music, music. Whatever books. we... Yeah, what, uh, news articles. Entertainment. Any, yeah, just entertainment. Sort of yeah. pop culture. We're going to try and keep it comic-centric to some degree. But if we go off on something like My Name is Earl or right. you know whatever it may we be... We can feel comfortable doing Talking that. about yeah. we, we don't have to try and stifle our own enthusiasm about different things because of it. Truly, Um, it'll truly (laughs) almost uh, go back to, I think... Our original idea. Your original idea of Mm -hmm. modeling the show after Dinner for Five, which, which obviously... Most of the time, being movie people mm-hmm. would would center around movies, right? But always go into other went things. off into yeah. other things, yeah. and that was good. And and because of the nature, obviously, we're all comic fans. We're so all, gonna we're always going to talk yeah, comic about books comics. Will always be there, yeah. and and I think be a, always a pretty main thing. But it won't have to be only only. And like you said, if mm-hmm. we get off and uh, Roadhouse comes up. We can we're talk about we're talking about Patrick. Exactly. You don't know how many we, times we've edited Roadhouse yeah. out conversations, of the show. Yeah. amazing conversations. But it's a famous bouncer. It'll just famous bouncers. It'll just give us the opportunity <laughs> to talk about that much more and feel you know and not have to bring it back to comics. Makes always. Sense. We can be lazier. <clears throat> and and we should remember. We should mention our. Club, club. Our, the club. Yeah, I was just gonna say that we're, whoever came up with that idea, fucking genius, genius Scotty Young came this, up with the this idea. This is something I'm really. Excited we're gonna about. do every month. Uh, okay every month we're gonna do uh, a club uh, thing where you can participate, sort of. You can follow along what we're gonna do. Uh, basically, every month one of us, and we'll go in sort of a rotation. Uh, we'll pick a trade paperback, a movie, and a CD. Uh, audio CD uh, for everyone on the panel to read, watch, and listen to. And then at the end of the month, the the Thursday episode for the end of the month will be our review, our talking about those three things right. every month. So it should lead to some really interesting stuff because we all have different tastes. Mm-hmm. While we all mm-hmm. have a lot of similar tastes in things and comics and that, we all have a lot of different tastes when it sure. comes to films and music and uh, whatever else. So uh, it should lead to some really funny and interesting and you know conversation and stuff. And I'm really looking forward to you know getting turned on to different music. That I don't know about, or different movies, and right. and even different comics that I maybe you know have never read, or or I haven't read in a long time, or whatever. So, uh, I think that's going to be one of the funner parts of. And of they the can show. look for once a month for us. For our moving com- movie commentary, we're gonna do, yeah, we're gonna do a, a exit over to uh, Casa de Scotty fucking house. <laughs> Casa de Scotty. <laughs> we're gonna do movie commentaries. We're gonna try and do those once a month, and it may either be a movie uh, or it could be a TV show. Yeah, whatever. You know, whatever episodes. floats. Our bo- Basically, the bottom <clears throat> line is whatever floats our boat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? I mean, I think I whatever think whatever we like to do. Well, and I think uh, a lot of the people that listen to us, I think they enjoy. More than anything, our conversation, yeah, the banter, and yeah. the banter between us, and the fun we have. And fuck the you, so I listen for the news. <laughs> yeah, well, you know what I mean. I, I well, want to know what's happening with Boom and you Wicked. Can, you can listen <laughs> yeah. to the Monday episode, and the, mon- the Monday episode is going to boil all of that down and give it yeah. to you. In so we're not losing anything. Yeah, we're right. doing everything we did before, and then some, and we're just yeah. changing some and things. We, and we um, we'll get to leave here. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll be, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we won't be. Uh, unfortunately, the 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 only bad part. Uh, for you people that are on the video cam now, this is probably our last video 
uh, broadcast because we'll be doing the shows. One sh- we're only going to be doing one show on a Friday night. It'll be done probably before we can go online and do right. the video thing. So unfortunately, that part's not going to happen now. <clears throat> but you know, oh well. Sorry. So smoke them if you got right, Smoke them. Let's uh, move on. Well, I did want to. I did want to mention one other thing, Tom. Uh, oh God. In uh, already. Also, along with us doing that, we're doing it October, the first week of October will be the new shows. So these, this will be the last Monday episode, and Thursday will be the last Thursday episode like this. But also we're switching over to a new website mm-hmm. uh, and a new forum. Uh, around com- it'll be around comics.com, but the, the website is going to be streamlined. It's more of a blog. Right. Uh, it's not going to have all the news and all the ancillary things that are Weird on the site. Now. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. going to be a lot simpler, concentrating more on the show. Um, there'll still be some stuff on there. You Very know, nice design, by the way. <clears throat> Thank you. And, uh, and the forum is going to be all brand new. It's going to be faster, a lot more uh, features on it. The bad part is you're going to have to re register. Everybody's going to have to re register, uh. except you, Tom. And Scotty awesome. and Chris and me. I already registered us, but but everybody else, yeah. <laughs> everybody else is going to have to. I I couldn't uh, I couldn't justify the time it would take for right. me to transfer those databases for the fans. Over. Call Hank. I, I just don't have the time. Yeah, to do what's it. Hank doing? I don't know. What's the intern doing? So all the all the forum posts that are on the forum now are going to be gone. And everybody's going to have to re-register and uh, set up your accounts and everything. Change your names and fuck with everyone. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You could opportunity to change your name if you want to, but uh, but yeah. So that's that's going to happen. But that'll happen in the first week of October. So there you go. That's our big announcements. Hope uh, everybody sticks around because I think it's going to be that much better of a show yep. than than what we've already done. It'd be fun. And, 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 I, and like I said, I, I I'm really proud of what we've done over the last couple of years. But I think this is just going to be that much more fun for mm-hmm. us. And hopefully, then more fun for the listeners. So, there you go. I don't want to cool. Believe. All right, sweet. And Show's over, right? No, I, oh. I don't know. What are we doing do, now, uh, Chris? Outros and shit. Well, in the meantime, you can join our friends of the program. Uh, go to aroundcomics.com where you can download and print our LCS Challenge flyer. Ask your comic shop manager. Uh, let's not even read this because you can't do it anymore. <laughs> We're not going to do it on the news site. We're done with that kind of but stuff. But you can still leave iTunes reviews. Yeah, because if you do want to get on your computer, <laughs> and um, <laughs> if you want to get on your computer Happy and release. play and play oh. with Chris's taint, you can with your keyboard you and like mouse. You'd like to take Chris to an inter- uh, to a virtual massage parlor. Yeah, to a virtual <laughs> to a virtual bathhouse. You may by going to iTunes and review. So uh, thanks to those who have played with Chris's. <clears throat> Taint like um, Lee Webb, Lord Flashheart. I I oh, so always want to see these are all the Australian wait, people. Oh yeah. no 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 no! I'm got the wrong uh, ones. No no no! It's the right ones. Um, well, thanks to everybody. Really? Oh, start with Incid. Okay, Incid. Um, Tesla Coil. That's not on mine. Tesla Coil, Japoy13, and G. Schnabel. Yep, thanks everybody. Thank you all. (laughs) We'll get your name next time. Yeah. (laughs) We'll try. That's going to be a new thing on the show, too. Are we going to keep the frapper? Uh, Yeah, we'll keep the frapper. We'll have a little link to it somewhere. Uh, We do have some new frapper mappers uh, this week. Uh, the Goot from San Antonio, Texas. He said, "The Goot shall rise again." Brandon McCracken from Clarksville, Indiana. Good job on the podcast, Phil. And keep them coming. Carl Petroff from Valparaiso, Indiana, says, "Love the show, guys. I'm coming to the store next time in the city for sure." And from J.M. Rinquit uh, from Suzhou. 
Wow, Jeng South Tzu, China. China. <laughs> uh, I'm listening, and I I'm also drawing comics. Uh, we also and uh, he spams us with his website. Yeah, uh, Brian Washer from Jensen Beach, Florida, didn't have anything to say. Thanks, Brian. Uh, Crimson Dynamo from Paisley, Scotland. Uh, Iron Man is a dick. They He's go, a Iron Man is a dick. Pixel Juice from Austin, Texas, says deep in the belly of the beast. Uh, Devin Omega from, which is a cool name if that's your real name. Yeah, Devin wow. Omega. Who are you? Uh, Devin Omega. Toronto, Ontario, Canada said, hey, Chris, Sal, Tom, and Scotty, the show is amazing. And so are you, Devin Omega. Yes. And from uh, Wagner Cordero. Cordero. From Cordero. You got from, fuck with the ones that I did. <laughs> from Sao Le Pelo, Brazil. Love your show, guys. I'm glad, he, I'm glad what he wrote wasn't complicated. I know. I was getting scared. Oh, and then yeah. went, oh, I love your show, guys. Canada, like Brazil. China and Texas. If you like, Scotland, com- if Scotland, you like yeah. complicated histories and long stories, check out our wiki. Uh, thanks to Dancy who uh, made our wiki site. It's all about the show. You can find out our top of the stacks in the past. Um, you can find out what hap- why I stabbed Chris. <laughs> Twice. A year ago, twice. Well, the second one's debatable. Uh, and you can check it out at aroundcomics.pbwiki.com. And we are proud members of the Comics Podcast Network. You can find more great podcasts at comicspodcast.com. Thank you again to Borders for sponsoring this episode. Sink your teeth into the story that introduced the world to Anita Blake, Vampire Hunter. Get your copy of Guilty Pleasures by Laurel K. Hamilton at your local Borders. Borders is your home for the tastiest fantasy novels. Find a store near you at (laughs) borderstores.com. We are proud to help support Scotty's Coke Habit. (laughs) And the Hero Initiative. (laughs) And Uh, Hero creates a financial safety net for yesterday creators who need emergency medical aid, financial support, essentials for life, and an avenue back into paying work. It's a chance for all of us to give back something to the people who've given us so much enjoyment. For mo- <laughs> I forgot there was a period coming. <laughs> so much enjoyment. For more, for so more information, visit HeroInitiative.org or call 310-909-7809. That's the last time you have to read that, man. Sweet. Well, we're, we're, we're not going to gonna support the hero. No, that's oh, going to be all pre-done. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah that's right. We won't oh, be doing yeah. live reads. Like, yeah, we're going to cut wow. the announcements down on, on Fridays. Wow. Am I even going to need to show up? We're gonna, like, it's going to be like, we're going like, to show the circle jerk. Can I just <laughs> send 25 minutes of like various uh, funny comments? 30 second comments that you can just plug in and just <laughs> overlay them over. Jeez, Tom. Tom was funny, but he didn't make much sense. I'm warning you now because I have the Monday show. Which is going to be, oh you know, God. the nice little fun show that's all, you know, clean and very, very NPR on on the Thursday shows. I'm going to start just swearing like a sailor. Yeah, it's on, motherfucker. Yeah. It's going to be, hey, you have seen the sanctioned fights in Illinois. <laughs> you are yeah. some fucking ass. I'm you are getting ready to see a up. whole different side of me. Oh, good lord. It's going to be, I'm going to rain why candy you, bars why, down on this. Why fucking have you been lady? restraining yourself? Because somebody's got to play a straight man, Tom. Oh, I see. You're like you know, um, if everybody's you're extreme, like Laurel Hardy, then there's no there, uh, there's no contrast. Who's yeah. the you're uh, Zeppo Marks? Zeppo. I am Zeppo Marks. Yeah, I'm Zeppo. I'm I'm the one that if, without me as the clean palate, you two don't seem who are you, as extreme. Palette? Who are you? Of the Marx Brothers? Yeah. Lawrence. I'm the, the devil. One that, the one that nobody. <laughs> Lawrence. Lawrence. Marx and I'm, Devil Marx. <laughs> <laughs> the two brothers. No one. The unknown Marx brothers. <laughs> Satan. I'm Devin Omega. They won't even bring me in the motherfucking papers. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> they're curly, but that 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 will be fun for me to kind of relax a little bit on, uh, on for all of us. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We're I all going to. You know, so sort of stressed out. 
<laughs> you see all the cuts on his arm. That's why I wear long sleeves. It, it, it's going to be a different thing, but I think I think it'll be a lot more. Uh, it's going to be fun. I think they're just trying to get rid of me. I think they're just trying to get rid of me and you. Yeah, is that why? He, is that why you wanted the theme song to be hurt? The version done by Johnny Cash. Oh, <laughs> I myself. All right, well, folks. Obviously, thank you for uh, for the last year of listening to this format of the show. We really hope that you like the new format. Next My Monday, we'll be uh, uh, looking forward to hearing uh, your Empire comments on it. Uh, I want to thank Mark Beatty, as always, for hosting us uh, here at Dark Tower Comics and Collectibles. That's not going to change. We'll be here just about every Friday night, just unless about. we're at Casa de Young. Uh, for Tom Caters, Scotty Young. Don't speak for me, asshole. <laughs> for Brian Salazar. <laughs> me either. I'm Chris Eastman. Everyone have a fantastic couple days. We're going to be back again on Thursday to, uh, to clean out the cupboards, go over listener emails, uh-huh. talk about a variety of talk- topics, and get ready for the new format. The uh, non- new of the Around Comic shit list. <laughs> <laughs> I just made that segment up. I'll, do, I'll just make that shit segment. list. Who's on Tom shit list? Oh, in the meantime, <laughs> in between time, we'll be everywhere in and around. And Ambrosia's Witch's Cauldron. <laughs> oh, God. Aww. And comics. We love, I love <laughs> the... Harry Potter. I love the pagans. I love the pagans. <laughs> if you would like to suggest a topic... Send us your comments or are interested in becoming a panel member, email us at info at aroundcomics.com or visit the Contact Us section of our website. Music for the show provided by the Podshow Podsafe Music Network, music.podshow.com. Views expressed in the interviews or by guests of the show are solely those of the individuals expressing them and do not reflect the opinions of Around Comics. Thank you for listening today, and remember to join us next time when the panel will change, but our mission will stay the same bringing you the very best news, reviews, and opinions in and around comics. Around Comics is a Pipe Dream production. Copyright 2007. All rights reserved. Baby, love you one more time